he can do it tonight. He can do it right now. Come on, are you glad you serve a God that's not just a God of your yesterday or your tomorrow, but he's a right now God. Put your hands together and give him praise one more time tonight. My Bible tells me now faith is not was, not going to be, but now faith. Tell your neighbor, I got some now faith. Hey! My, 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 my. He can do it right now. He can do it before you leave the building tonight. While you're here giving God the praise, God can work over there in your office, in your family, in another state, across the ocean. While you praise God right now, He's already working on your tomorrow. That's why you don't have to worry about tomorrow and next week and next year because your God is not confined by time. If you'll just give him the praise now, he'll fix everything. Not only can he take care of tomorrow, but he can go back and fix your past. Uh, He'll fix it to when the devil tries to open the page. Uh, He sees nothing but the blood of Jesus. He'll fix it to when the enemy tries to open the door uh, of your yesterday. Uh, There's nothing but blood all over the handle uh, and the... There's a line that the enemy cannot cross called the bloodline. If you don't believe it, just ask Pharaoh and his army. What happens when you try to chase God's people out of their past? God let them chase them so far. But there was one place that God said, you're not going any further than this. It was the Red Sea. And when the enemy stepped into the Red Sea, God said, this is where I draw the line. You're not going to chase them any further into their future or into their promise. I feel like telling somebody tonight, your enemy is about to be drowned by the power of the blood of Jesus. Oh, I dare you to remind the enemy that's beneath the blood. Is there anybody in the building? He's been trying to haunt you with your past. He's been trying to intimidate you with your past failures. But you need to remind the enemy it's beneath the blood tonight. Bleed the blood of Jesus. Somebody ought to open your mouth 
and just shout, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. His blood is greater and his name is more powerful. Woo! If you believe it, give him another shout of praise tonight. I know it's Tuesday, but you ought to just scream at the top of your lungs tonight. I know you're supposed to be tired from work, but you ought to lift a high praise in the building. I know you're supposed to be tired, but you ought to shout tonight with the voice of triumph in the building. Somebody showed up to have church tonight. Somebody showed up for a move of God tonight. Clap your hands one more time and give God a great big praise. Five your neighbor on your way to your seat. Tell him I mean business tonight. Come on, tell him I didn't come to mess around. I mean business tonight. Tell him I got some Holy Ghost transactions uh, that I need to have take place tonight. Uh, I got some Holy Ghost things that need to happen uh, before I leave tonight. I, I got a word from God uh, I've got to get a hold of tonight. I, I didn't come to play games tonight. I didn't come for a social meeting. I didn't come to show you my new dress or my new tire or my new car. I came to get a hold of the glory of God in this place tonight. And I intend on... I'm not leaving till I get it. I'm not gonna stop worshiping till I have it. I'm not gonna stop. Come on, that's it. Somebody ought to. If I gotta push my way through a crowd tonight, I'm gonna touch Jesus. If I gotta crawl on my hands and knees, I'm gonna get to God tonight. Whatever I gotta do. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Every time Jesus was in a crowd, not everybody got their healing. Not everybody received their miracle. That tells me that your proximity to his presence is not what qualifies you for the miracle. But it was hungry people. It was desperate people. It was people that were willing to move. It was people that were willing to press. It was people that were willing to open their mouth and shout, Jesus, thou son of David. 
didn't come just to be a part of the crowd tonight. I came to get to Jesus. Somebody ought to declare, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. It's too early to be breaking a sweat like this. It's too early to be breaking a sweat like this tonight. I feel the victory of the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. I feel like I'm in the presence of champions tonight. I feel like I'm in the company of some overcomers in the building tonight. I feel like I'm in the presence of some more than conquerors in the building tonight. Hallelujah. Glory. Anybody got a hold of your dream tonight? Hey. We'll try it one more time. Tell about five people on the way to your seat. I'm going to get what I came for tonight. <laughs> Tell somebody I got it in my hand. Don't mess with it. Don't fool with it. Don't try to take it. I'm going to get what God said belongs to me tonight. Every blessing, every promise, every breakthrough, every word, every bit of peace, every bit of blessing, every bit of favor. Hey, I came to get it tonight. I came to get it tonight. Yeah, y'all behave. Y'all behave yourself. Yeah, y'all behave yourself tonight. Come on, y'all. Y'all messing up a good. about three minutes and give him the glory tonight if you're gonna shout you might as well go ahead yes Woo! give him the glory give him the glory One more time and give him the glory. on Sunday I'm telling you God is doing some incredible things amen grab your Bibles tonight I, I got a word
that I need to deliver to this house tonight. We, we could hit the button right now. We could hit the button right now. There's a lot of Holy Ghost in this place. And I believe the momentum of what we feel is carrying us into what God has for us in this building tonight. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be going to the book of Acts chapter number uh, 8 tonight. And while you're turning there in your Bible, I, 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 want, I want some of our, our leaders uh, to join us on the platform tonight. Join me on the platform tonight. Uh, we, we certainly don't have enough chairs or space for every leader in the church. Uh, but, but in particular, I'd like uh, our pastoral staff to come. Uh, our, our, our children's pastor and his wife, Brother and Sister Hammond, if you, if you would come. Uh, somebody can hurry and help them with the babies. I don't know how that's going to work, but somebody help them. They're trying to figure out babysitters real quick. <laughs> Amen. I'd like them to join me on the platform if possible. And uh, brother and sisters for Laza, our youth pastor and youth pastor's wife. Brother and sister Trevor and Morgan Sloss, our college and career pastor and pastor's wife. Amen. Brother and sister Wayne and Lindsay Sloss, our administrative pastor and his wife. I'd like them to join me on the platform tonight. Amen. Maybe um, brother Devin maybe can just take the post if need be. Amen. And then, and then I'd like uh, some of our uh, leaders who are directly involved in some of our um, our evangelism efforts to come. I want Brother and Sister Leal to come and join me on the platform tonight. Our director of search and rescue, our evangelism team, would you help me give God a praise for the Leal family tonight? And, and uh, then I, I'd like brother and sister Ramirez to join me on the platform tonight our directors of casting the net Bible study they are Bible study development directors I want them to join me on the platform tonight and I'd love first lady to join me on the platform tonight amen amen and, and I'd love brother and sister Stewart to join me on the platform. The directors of our Sunday Express, a transportation ministry. If they would join me on the platform. I'd greatly appreciate it tonight. And I want the rest of y'all to join me in preaching tonight. Would you do that with me tonight? I, I, I feel like the Lord gave me a word for this house tonight that is... Paramount. I, I, I struggled because it's Tuesday night and uh, typically we reserve midweeks for Bible study or a certain kind of a vein that we tend to operate in. But how many of you know this is God's church? And we follow the Holy Ghost before we follow protocol. Amen. And, and, and so I want to obey the Holy Ghost tonight. As I attempt to deliver my heart, and uh, I want you to just follow along with me, if you would, the book of Acts, <clears throat> chapter 8, and I am going to just read the very first part of two verses 
for my text tonight and then I'm going to work my way back to the text. <clears throat> Acts chapter number 8 verse 26 the very first part of this verse says and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip saying arise and go arise and go verse 27 and he arose and went and for just a few moments tonight I want to preach from this thought we must not miss our moment we must not miss our moment I feel the Holy Ghost here right now would you lift your hands all over this sanctuary with me one more time come on the presence of the Lord is here right now I believe God wants to speak to us in this place come on with your hands lifted would you open up your mouth in this house tonight Lord we need your word in this place speak to us oh God we give you the praise we give you the glory we give you the honor in the name of Jesus we pray clap your hands one more time give God the praise before we're seated tonight amen you may be seated I want to begin tonight by highlighting the fact that God's church is born with a sense of timing and a specificity to the orchestration of events and their synchronicity. There is, from the very beginning of the birth of the church, a sense of the chirological and the chronological working together as a confluence of things unfold at the direction of God and the Holy Ghost. You can begin reading at the very beginning of the book of Acts and, and the verbiage used is reminiscent of something that is filled with the purpose of time. Acts chapter 1 verse number 1 says, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until, somebody say until, until the day there is specificity in which he was taken. After that, he through the Holy Ghost gave commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion. Uh, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Verse number four says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but 
There's a sense of timing. Don't, don't leave just yet, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. If you continue reading, they ask him, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom unto Israel? He says, it is not for you to know the times nor the seasons in which the Father, he is showing them that there is divine order to the timing of the church. He wants them to understand. You've got to hear my voice. You've got to be sensitive to what I'm saying. If you leave Jerusalem right now according to your schedule and according to your plans, then you're going to miss what it is that I'm asking you to do. And so I need you to throw away your plans. I need you to reroute your calendar. And I need you to not leave, but instead stay. Because there is a moment that is coming that I don't want you to miss. God help us in this day that we live in to get back to a place where the kingdom of God can take precedent over our own schedules, over our own calendars, over our own agenda. God help the church get back to a day and a time when the will of God takes preeminence over everything else, where the voice and the moving of the Holy Ghost is the most important thing in my life. I need you to stay in Jerusalem because there's something coming. And if you leave right now, you're going to miss the moment. I've got a specific time. I've got a specific place. I've got a specific thing that I'm doing. And I need you to make sure that you don't miss the moment and so they tarry in Jerusalem gathered in an upper room he did not give them the day he did not give them the time he did not give them specificity he only relied on their commitment to obey his voice he did not give them details he did not give them the information that they needed to get it all at nip and tuck he just needed them to be sensitive to what he said and there came a day the Acts chapter 2 says and when the day of Pentecost was full Come, there's the timing again. They were all in one accord and in one place. They were at the right place and they were there at the right time. And when you're at the right place at the right time, there's always a suddenly that's about to happen. Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. God help us not to miss our suddenly moments. God help us.
us not to miss our son. I'm preaching to some people in the building. There are some things that God has ordained for this church and this revival. There are some suddenly moments, some miracle moments, and we must not miss the moment. Suddenly came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I came to preach to the Rock Church that revival is always tied to moments that God's miraculous revival is always tied to a people that are sensitive to not missing the moment and if it was true in Acts chapter 2 it's true today there are some suddenly moments there is a revival that is being burned in this house and God sent me to remind us we've got to be ready we've got to be listening we've got to be sensitive we've got to be available and willing to obey the voice of God if we're going to see our sudden moments, if we're going to experience the miraculous of New Testament revival. We must not miss our moment. I can't afford to miss this. I've lived my whole life for God to fulfill his purpose. I can't miss it. I've prayed for years waiting for God to do some things and I can't afford to be out of place when he causes it to happen. I can't afford to be distracted when he comes and he's ready to move. I've given my whole life asking God to let me be a part of the greatest move of God in the last days. I can't afford to be deaf to the voice of God calling me to readiness. I can't be consumed by my own agenda to the place that I can't be available for God to do something through me. Rock Church, I'm preaching to you uh, with a sense of urgency. Uh, revival is not coming. Uh, revival uh, is uh, upon us. Uh, it's here. Uh, it's happening. Uh, it's taking place. Uh, God help us uh, not to miss uh, the moment. God help us not to miss Acts chapter 8 verse 26 the angel says arise and go the command was I need you to be willing to get up 
from whatever it is you're doing and get to moving. Get up and go. And the Bible is not without the record of Philip's response to the angel of the Lord. He had the opportunity to just continue doing whatever it was that he was doing. But verse 27 says, and he arose and he went. The command was arise and go. The response was he arose and he went. What God needs in this last hour is a church of responders. He needs a church of people that will respond to his voice, that will respond to the moving of the Holy Ghost, that will respond to the call of God, that will respond. Come on, I need somebody in the building to leave your job where it was today. Get your mind off of your work. Get your mind off of your responsibilities. Get your mind off of the cares of tomorrow because the Lord is speaking in this house. Arise and go. Get up, church, and start moving. Come on. I'm telling you, Philip, you gotta do it now. You gotta move now. You can't wait till tomorrow. You can't wait till next week. You can't wait until it's convenient. Rise and go. I know, I know it seems pediatric, but there is no gospel without the word go. I said there is no word gospel that does not begin with the word go. The gospel is not stagnant. The gospel is not sedentary. The gospel is not stationary. If we're going to see it happen, it's got to be carried. It's got to be delivered. It's got to be prayed. It's got to be taught. It's got to be preached. It's got to be declared. Arise and go. Come on, arise and go. I don't know where, but I'm going. I don't know how, but I'm going. God didn't give me the details, but I'm already on my feet. God didn't show me the whole story, but he told me the first step to take. Come on, too many of us get too worried about the end result that it paralyzes us from doing what God said to do today, what he said to do now. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. We've got to get up and we have to go because we must not miss our moment. Bible says God leads him to an Ethiopian man who has great 
authority. He is a man that the Bible describes as the treasurer for the queen of Ethiopia. Out of all the people, there was a man that nobody would have thought was looking for God. The Bible says that he had made his way to Jerusalem to worship and he was on his way back. Somebody who was steeped in the religion of Egypt, in the idolatrous worship of Egypt and it didn't matter what he looked like on the outside. If you study, he probably was wearing the garments of the royal house, the Egyptian identification and when he walked through the streets and the communities of God's people. He looked like an outsider. He looked like somebody that didn't fit in, but they didn't understand. There was something going on in his heart because before he ever got to him, God was already working on him. I came to preach to you that the theft the 1,500 people uh, that God wants to add to this building. Uh, they're already out there. Uh, God's already working on them. Uh, he's already talking to them. Uh, he's already starting. Come on, Rock Church. Uh, and it's a matter of timing. Uh, God's preparing their hearts. Uh, God's leading them down roads. Uh, God's orchestrating uh, their lives. Uh, and what God needs uh, is a church uh, that will be ready when it's time. God needs a church that will be ready, that knows we must not miss our moment. He was a key figure in the country of Ethiopia. There are key people in our city that you look at and say, there's no way I could ever reach them. There's key people in our city that you look at and say, I don't see how they could ever be apostolic. I came to preach to you. I came to prophesy to you that God is already working on them. Even tonight, as I'm preaching this word, God is already preparing their minds. He's already preparing their hearts. And it's just a matter of time before God knocks on somebody's heart and says, I need you to get up and I need you to go. I need you to get up. I know you had plans for Thursday night, but I I need you to get up uh, and I need you to I know Saturday uh, you had something else uh, you were going to be doing uh, but you can't miss uh, the moment uh, I need you to go I have time to preach all this but he had access to resources that were mind boggling Some of y'all are going to get that in just a moment. He had access to resources that God said, I need those resources for what I'm about to do in Ethiopia. I need those resources. Come on. I'm preaching to somebody. So the angel said, rise and go. Leads him to the Ethiopian man. But then when you read verse 29, they could put it on the screen. The Bible says 
that the Spirit said to go to him. You see, it started out with the angel speaking to him to get up and go. But now it's the Holy Ghost telling him to go because the Holy Ghost will always confirm what the angel has already told. You see, there comes a point in time where you don't need an angel to get up and tell you that you gotta go. There comes a point, I wish I had a witness. Come on, you know that an angel is just a messenger and the pastor of the church is the angel. There comes a point in time where you're not waiting on the voice of the angel to tell you that you gotta reach somebody because the Holy Ghost uh, will talk to you uh, and the Holy Ghost uh, will prompt you uh, and the Holy Ghost uh, will begin to work on your spirit uh, and tell you, uh, go to that person. Uh, You see that one right there? Uh, Go to them. Uh, Get moving. Uh, Go. I'm preaching to somebody. We must not miss our moment. Verse 30 says that he ran. There was a sense of urgency to accomplish what God said to get done. Brother Leo, I don't have time to wait on people that that don't have it in their heart. I don't have time to wait on people who still are messing around with the pediatrics. I don't have time to wait. There's people's souls that are on the line. That There are families that are waiting for somebody. to. I don't have time. I gotta run to the mission of God. I can't walk. I can't skip. I can't be lazy about it. Come on, Rock Church. It's time for us to run. I said it's time. Why? Because 99 and a half won't do. I got to give it everything I got. Come on, it's time for some of us to quit doing things halfway. It's time for some of us to quit giving half an effort and part of our energy and a little bit of our commitment. God is calling us to run. Run. Somebody ought to run in the building and let the devil know we're running after our revival. We're running after the call of God. We're running after what God told us to do. But he wasn't running just to run. Because the Bible says that when he got to him, heard him reading out of the book of Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 32 through 33 if he wouldn't have ran he would have missed the moment it was that moment some of y'all going to catch this it was that act 
this absolute moment that opened the door of revelation that led to his conversion. It was that very two verses of scripture had he delayed in responding to the voice of God. Had he waited until it was convenient. Had he waited until he was in a better mood. Had he waited until something else he would have missed the moment when he got there he hears the man reading Isaiah chapter 8 verses 32 and verse 33 because of that he's prepared for the conversation that began to happen looks at the man and says do you understand what you're reading see can I stop here to preach this for a moment some of us would have been too intimidated to approach somebody in royalty and ask them if they understood what they were reading about but I came to preach to you uh, that when you have the Holy Ghost uh, you've got revelation inside of you uh, that's greater uh, than the most educated minds uh, in the world uh, you have act I wish I had a witness in the building uh, you have direct access uh, to the one that created everything uh, in the universe uh, and beyond that uh, you're anointed uh, and you're appointed uh, by God uh, for the mission uh, at hand Do you understand what you're reading? He said, how could I accept some man? You're missing it. How could I understand it except that some man come and show me what it means? God will never bypass the involvement of his people. There are people that are literally just waiting for God to send somebody. They are literally waiting, let me rephrase it, for somebody to respond to God calling them. And all they're waiting on is a Holy Ghost field, saint of God, to show up with the answer to questions that they've been asking their whole life. They're just waiting on a saint of God. God uh, to show up uh, and answer the question. We must not miss a moment. He asks Philip. He doesn't know who Philip is, or he wouldn't have asked the question the way he did. He said, Who is this man talking about? Is he talking about himself or is he talking about somebody else? You read Isaiah when you get home, it is the prophecy of the lamb being slain. And I love this. Philip, in verse 35, it says, Then Philip opened his mouth 
y'all missed it tonight all God's needing you to do is open your mouth tell somebody what you know about Jesus tell somebody what God gave to you tell somebody what Jesus did for you tell somebody how he rescued you tell somebody how he delivered you from drugs tell somebody how he brought you off the street tell somebody how he saved your marriage tell somebody how he delivered you from a lying tongue tell somebody fill up open his mouth I came to preach to somebody God wants to use your voice God wants to use your testimony God wants to use your story you've got to say something it's time for God's church to quit walking around every day with our mouth shut I'm going to preach it until I bust something wide open in the building it's not the will of God for you to live every day of your life like a light hidden under a bushel you got to open your mouth and let the light shine come on you're next to people all day that are looking for answers that are waiting for an opportunity you're the only chance that they're going to have to make it if you don't say something nobody else will Come on, some of us shouldn't be sitting in our pew tonight. God didn't call you into the kingdom to kick back and relax on a Tuesday night and just enjoy the music and just enjoy the preaching. God called you. He didn't just call your man of God. He didn't just call these leaders. He called you to reach your world. He called you to talk to your neighbors. He called you to win to your family come on somebody we must not miss the moment what good does it do God to put you in the right place if you won't open your mouth what good does it do for God to lead you and order your steps if you won't open your mouth and say something we must not miss the moment Every moment in the kingdom of God has an expiration date on it. I'm going to say that again. Every opportunity in the kingdom of God has an expiration. The Bible says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. You got to 
you've got to seize the moment of a lifetime in the lifetime of the moment I don't have time for you to show up Philip and be intimidated I don't have time for you, Philip, to show up and be afraid. Can I just preach for a moment? You don't need a theological PhD to win a soul. You don't need a college degree to win a soul. I'm not anti-education. I'm in a master's program right now. But that is not the prerequisite of God using you to reach somebody. All God needs is for you to open your mouth. And don't miss the moment. You don't have to wait until you live for God for 10 years before you're a soul winner. Sister Tylin, you ain't got to be living for God even for a whole year before you become a soul winner. You don't have to know all the revelations of the book of Revelation and be able to describe the shadows and types in the book of He. All you got to do is be a willing vessel that'll say, God sent me and I'm going to open my mouth. And when I do, God's going to fill it and he's going to use me. He opened his mouth. Bible says that he preached Jesus. Whoa! You don't have to be able to deliver a homiletical sermon with eight points and a closing thing with a fancy. No, all you got to do is talk about Jesus. I just need about 85 people in the building uh, that are radical enough to understand uh, if I'll open my mouth, uh, God uh, will use me uh, to reach somebody. Uh, come on, Rock Church. Uh, we can't miss uh, the moment. Uh, we can't miss uh, our moment. Uh, we're living uh, in the God called moment. Uh, we're living uh, in the season of harvest. Uh, we're living uh, in the season. Uh, and the devil needs to understand we're not going to miss our moment we're not going to miss our opportunity we're not going to miss the call of God on this show you can't preach Jesus without preaching the gospel What he was reading in the book of Isaiah was about the slain lamb. And so Philip began to preach to him about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. All you need is Deuteronomy 6.4, Acts 2.38, and Acts 4.12. And you can reach your world. five-year-old can memorize three scriptures and where they're at 
Your five-year-old can put tabs in their Bible to find the pages for three scriptures quickly. You saying you don't have what it takes is an excuse. You have a willingness issue. Come on, somebody. And it's time to make up in your mind. I'm not going to miss my moment to be used by God. I'm not going to miss my moment for God to use me. Come on. I'm preaching all the way across. This is not just a multi-ethnic church. We're a multi-generational church. I came to preach. You're not too old to become a soul winner. I don't care if you're 80. I don't care if you're 60. I don't care if you're 50. You're not too old to be a soul winner. And I don't care how young you are. I don't care if you're 8, you're 18, you're 28, or 38. God wants to use you. God wants some married couples to lay down your selfishness and start being about the Father's business. Can I just give you a little secret to all you married couples? The fastest way to get everything you dreamed for is to lay it down and give it to God and run after the work of God. You want some word? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. I just need some married people in the building that'll shout amen and be a witness that if you'll put God first, God'll give you all that stuff. And you won't have to kill yourself for it. You won't have to beg for it. You won't have to scrape for it. It'll overtake you. The blessing of... Rock Church, we can't miss our moment. In case you haven't been paying attention to the climate of the world, it is no coincidence that in the midst of some of the most unprecedented global climate, and I'm not talking about the weather, in the midst of some of the most incredibly tumultuous times in our world, that we are seeing a resurrection of hunger in our country. There's a reason that college kids are swarming to an auditorium and saying, we don't know what it is. All we know is we want God. We, we don't know all the answers. All we know is that the world we live in doesn't have them. And so we're turning. God forbid that in this season, God's people that are called by his name, that are filled by his spirit, miss the moment to feed the hungry and miss the moment. God didn't call you to Asbury, but he called you to Fort Myers, Florida, and he called you to Lee County, and he called you to be a world changer. Don't talk about I wish I could do. Come on. God wants
wants to do it right here. The time is now. The time is... Come on, it's not somebody else's responsibility to be a prayer warrior. God's calling us. Come on, don't just sit there tonight. It's not somebody else's responsibility to knock on doors. God's calling us. It's not somebody else's responsibility to be a Bible study teacher. God's calling us. Rock Church, we can't miss the moment. We must not miss the moment. None of it would have happened if Philip would have missed the moment. If he would have resisted the angel and said, I'm just too busy right now. If he would have responded to the angel and just said, give me a couple more years. I got some stuff I got to straighten out. You know what that is? At its root, it's arrogance because you think it's you you think it's all depending on on who you are baby you're not the one doing the work God is the one doing the work you're never going to be good enough you're never going to be smart enough you're never going to be righteous enough and holy no 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 all you got to be is ready enough and respond enough for God to miss our moment Sister Ramirez can't miss our moment just a little over a year 86 Bible study teachers have been trained we're about to cross 100 in the next few weeks we can't miss our moment I don't know how many of you are in the congregation tonight, uh, but God didn't send you through classes uh, and sit you under people to deposit into you uh, just to sit on a pew uh, with a piece of paper on your wall uh, that says you went to, no! Uh, God called you uh, for this moment. Uh, God called you uh, to arise uh, and go. Uh, get up off the pew uh, and teach a Bible study. Uh, get up off the pew uh, and reach somebody. Uh, get up off the pew. Uh, we can't miss uh, our moment. Sister Stewart, can't miss our moment. Remember sitting across from you, Brother Stewart, like you know how to do. You look me in the eyes, start rubbing your knees. I said, Bishop, I'm going to tell you what we need. We need buses. I need five of them, four of them, whatever it was. I'm going to remind you of something you told me. He said, if I don't fill them up, next amount of time, I'll leave that between us. I'll pay for them myself. I don't care about that. Media, put that up there. You want to know what that represents? 
between those vehicles, you can put 369 people in seats. We can't miss our moment. Every day that goes by, we can't miss our moment. Brother and Sister Hammond, can't miss a moment. I took somebody just a couple of weeks ago right by the Lions Club and I pulled up alongside the chain link fence and looked at the small little patch of grass. That's all it was. Weeds growing up everywhere. I remembered in my mind the little rugs that would be set out and the kids sitting there in the dirt. I remember us saying, God, you can make a way. <sighs> An entire bus fleet, vans. God just gave us a 10,000 square foot building. We can't miss our moment. We can't stand before God and him say, I gave you everything that you asked me for. I gave you everything that you told me you needed. Come on, Rock Church. We can't miss the moment. Then sisters for Laza, can't miss the moment. can't miss the moment while there's one school out in another country seeing a move of God right here in Fort Myers this isn't even a complete crazy list this is just a small taste of it Fort Myers High School Dunbar High Coronado High City of Palms Charter High Gateway High, Northern Palms Charter High, Bishop Vero Catholic High, Florida Southwestern State College High School, Alternative Learning Center, South Fort Myers High, New Life Academy, Cypress Lake High, Riverdale High, Gateway Charter High. I don't even have time to go through them all, but every day those kids are all over the county. They're rubbing shoulders. We're passing them by in the parks. We're passing them by in the events. You know what? I love fellowship. I love playing basketball. I love doing all those things, but you know what we need? We need a fresh revival of some young people that aren't waiting for the angel uh, to say get up and go uh, but the Holy Ghost uh, is dealing with their heart uh, and they begin saying you know what we need uh, we need an all-night prayer meeting uh, more than we need a sleepover uh, we need an all-night prayer come on instead of playing basketball uh, we're gonna pray that God uh, will direct us somewhere uh, to reach uh, our city come on uh, rock church uh, we can't miss uh, our moment Cypress Lake Middle School, Fort Myers Middle Academy, 
Lexington Middle School, Oak Hammock Middle School, Paul Lawrence Dunbar Middle School, Three Oaks Middle School. Rock Church, we must not miss our moment. Young person, what are you waiting for? There's no magic age. But when I'm 13, I'll do something. No! God might come back before you turn 13. You can't stand before him empty-handed. You gotta do something now. You gotta run to the voice of God. When I'm 18, I'll finally do something for God. When when I'm 25, you know what happens with that mentality? The right time never comes. Well, maybe when I get married, having a spouse will be the final thing that completes me. You're missing it. You're missing the moment now. You're missing the moment. I just need a different job that has a better schedule. No, no, no. A thousand times, no. God knows about your job. God knows about your responsibilities. And he's still calling you uh, to arise and go. Young lady, don't miss your moment. Young man, don't miss your moment. Chase microphone and a pulpit. This is the least of the kingdom. I said this is the least of the kingdom. You're missing your moment. Sir, how much longer are you going to keep giving God excuses while you put other things ahead of the work of God in your life? How much longer are you going to keep making excuses for your lack of faithfulness to the kingdom of God? You're missing your moment. I want us to stand all over this place. The Trevor, Sister Morgan. Can't miss a moment. How many times have we been to the college campuses and prayed and said, God, I'm a college and career pastor. There's all these college students, God. Help me reach them. We can't miss a moment. Somebody lift your hands in the presence of the Lord tonight. Florida Gulf Coast University, Hodges University, Florida Southwestern State College, Southern Technical College. We must not miss a moment. You go to work with them every day. You go to school with them every day. 
you drive past them on your way every day when you walk your dog you walk in front of their house we must not miss the moment somebody ought to respond to the Holy Ghost right now and I'm going to tell you this church we must not miss our moment tonight because there's a call of God in this service right now and the angel is saying arise get up from your seat and move but the Holy Ghost is already confirming in your spirit get up and move come on right now all over this building right now all over this house somebody respond to the call of God in this place come on we must not miss our moment come on rock church if nobody else if we don't pray for our city nobody else will if we don't reach them with the truth fill up fill up there's a reason I'm calling you fill up come on every person in this building that's a part of this church you ought to be moving right now in the Holy Ghost you ought to be responding right now come on come on let's get back to the place where the work of God is greater than your personal challenges and the work of God is greater than your personal struggles and the work of God is greater than your agenda for home come on come on we must not miss our moment come on young lady God's hand is on you to be a soul winner come on young man God's hand is on you to be a soul winner you think it's a call to preach but it's a call to reach come on you think it's a call to preach but it's a call to reach somebody respond right now somebody respond right now I'm gonna get up and move tonight I'm gonna get up right now and respond come on I'm preaching to every married couple in the building God's called you to ministry God's called you to reach God's called you come on we must not miss our moment come on rock church we must not miss come on I need some young people that will travail in the Holy Ghost I need some young people uh, that'll pray uh, over our city. Uh, I need some college uh, and career age young people uh, to lift up your voice uh, and cry out to God uh, for revival. Come on. Uh, I need some husbands and wives uh, that'll put your hands together uh, and lift your hands uh, and say not my will God but thy will be done not my will God but thy will be done come on come on I know 
I know you got work in the morning, but don't miss this moment. I know you got stuff to do, but don't miss this moment. Come on, young man. Come on, young man. Come on. It's time for you to grow up in the kingdom of God. It's time for you to get some maturity and let God begin to use you. needs to run to it tonight. Somebody needs to run to it tonight. I'm running. I'm running in response to the voice of God. I'm running.
is ticking. Come on, the moment is moving. We've got to move now. We've got to act on it now.